Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is DJ Vlad, and I want you to check out the Vlad TV podcast launching on June 17th. Since 2008, Vlad TV has been the leader in hard-hitting, no-holds-barred interviews with the world's biggest rappers, singers, Hollywood stars, professional athletes, and former big-time criminals. And now you can catch all of our full-length interviews available as audio podcasts. So listen to the Vlad TV podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Open your hearts, loosen your buttholes. It's time for Couples Therapy. Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situationships and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text sex, regrets, or feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. It's Welcome to Couples Therapy. My name is Andy. I am Naomi. And we are a real-life couple, a real-life couple of comedians. And on Couples Therapy, we bring the best sets from our live show where we have comics who are close to sets together about their relationship and bring them to your ears. Sometimes we have people come into the studio and talk to us about a myriad of things. Today is one of those episodes, everyone. Oh, yes, you guys. We are offering our wonderful listeners advice, okay? We are taking your questions, your queries, and we are helping you fix your life. And we are doing that today with the very funny, the very talented, hilarious Trayvon Free. Trayvon is a comedian, actor, and writer. He's written on shows like HBO's Camping, Showtime's Black Monday, Full Frontal with Samantha Bee, and The Daily Show. So he's got experiences to share with us. Yes. And he's just a cool human to boot. He's a real fun time. He's a real fun guy. And, you know, if you guys in the future want to get some advice from us, if you want to give us a call on our call-in line, you can do that at, tell him, Andy. 323-524-7839. Yes, <laughs> Please baby. call in. It's, uh, we love hearing from you. We've gotten some great voicemails so far. And you will get to hear them on this app. And as always, you know, if you didn't catch that number, you can go to CouplesTherapyPod.com. You can go to at Naomi and Andy on Twitter, and we will have that information. In the Twitter bio. Hey, you know what else you can do at CouplesTherapyPod.com? What? Naomi, what? You can buy tickets to our upcoming show, our monthly show here in Los Angeles. The next one is May 4th. That's a Saturday. Can you imagine any doing anything else on a Saturday evening, on the first Saturday of the month, besides going to Couples Therapy at the Virgil? I mean, we've got some great people uh, confirmed so far. <laughs> Martha Kelly from Baskets. Michelle Bloon, wonderful stand-up. There's a bunch of other people we're just waiting to get an email from. Ooh, baby. We're on the edge of our seats. But I would I'm go to any show just to see Martha Kelly alone. 
and you're going to get more than that. So, you guys, as always, check it out. It is going to be wonderful. Also, anyone happens to be in Bloomington, Indiana, I will be performing at the Comedy Attic the weekend of April 25th. Okay, yeah, I know. Same weekend as Avengers Endgame. All right? But what I'm saying is, why don't you catch your Avengers during the day, and then that night in Bloomington, hit up the Comedy Attic. I will be headlining for a glorious weekend. So, just think about it. Get your life. Gonna see Endgame without me? Absolutely not. Okay. I wouldn't do that to you. I want our love to work. We did... Us, we, we, you know, it, you were in New York when Us premiered. Mm-hmm. You did wait till you came back to Los Angeles. So I did. I felt good about that. I did that, you know, because how can I see a movie called Us and not put Us first? You oh, and I. Oh, good <laughs> you. It is truly good to see motion pictures with you um, because it's about taking care of your relationship, which I think is what we put first when we answer these listeners' questions. I think so. So you guys, strap in. Get ready for a good time. Me, Andy Trayvon, helping you fix your life. Roll it! We are here with Trayvon Free. Trayvon, how are you doing today? I am good. You're in a good place? I'm going to let everyone know you had two hostess cakes. I did. I got a nice array of snacks here. (laughs) And some pirate's booty. I got some pirate's booty. I got a Celsius orange flavored Mm -hmm. sparkling beverage. I got a fidget spinner. And some Arrowhead water. This is going to be great. <laughs> How's that making your soul feel? Those are all pleasing things. Those are all things that aren't necessarily on the pyramid of foods you should be consuming. But, you know, they make you feel good. But it is on Maslow's pyramid of needs. It is. It is a, it is a need. I needed that coffee cake and that ding dong. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to... The Celsius balances that's supposed to be healthy. So this right. is supposed to... says healthy energy accelerates metabolism. So... Burns body fat, so yes. though, I didn't even eat those cupcakes. Never happened. Never fucking happened. Never happened. Thanks, Celsius. <laughs> That's what I say to any anytime, Naomi, there's a reason why when we go to a party, mm-hmm. we just had a party on Saturday night, there's a reason why I'm so excited about when they have cupcakes and cookies, because mm-hmm. my brain has some kind of deficiency where it thinks <laughs> that if I eat something outside the house or at a party or at a cocktail party <laughs> or at some kind of function, that for some reason it's fine. Like it doesn't. It doesn't yeah. Right. That's how I am at the movies. Yeah. Like weirdly, every time I go to the movies, I'm like, oh, none of this counts. I got a <laughs> hot dog. I got I got my Welch's grapefruit snacks. Got some uh, pretzel I, nibs. I got my, my uh, bunch of crunch, covered. which I like mix them together. Bunch of crunch. And I get like a giant bottle of water and I'm like, yeah, none of this. And then I'll eat dinner right after I leave because <laughs> like none of that counted. <laughs> it was just movie food. It's because you're in a dark room. You're yeah, anonymous. no one can see me. Yeah, yeah no, no one can see me. ever happened. Oh, so it's like if a tree falls in the forest and no one's there. Yeah. Right. If no, if there, if there's, in a dark no, room. if there's not a monitor there to, to uh, witness your heart palpitating correct, because correct. you just shoved 10 wetzel pretzel butter nibs into your mouth right. which is what you did at the mall that is why Andy <laughs> is bringing up that specific he was like i'll take a box of wetzel nibs and then quickly you put one in your mouth and you go this was a mistake <laughs> and was it, it was it wasn't cinnamon sugar nah he's like wow, a, he's a lot like of a, judgment in that i was just I was i'm just curious. with you i'm with you trayvon i prefer a cinnamon sugar if i'm gonna do a baked pretzel yeah sugary He's a salt person. Okay. It's his lifestyle. It's all going to kill us. It's okay. <laughs> um, Trayvon, so we're going to be answering some listener questions, and I think it's important before we get into that for the listeners to know a little bit about you. You know what I mean? They got to yeah. know where you're coming from when you try to Ayanla fix their life. Yeah. Let's let's talk about I'll it. I'll say this. You're, you know, we've hung out a number of times. Inscrutable. <laughs> you do not betray much. So I'm very curious about this. I am... Uh, I'm on my proverbial seat's edge. <laughs> In reality, I'm relaxed. I'm sitting back. Yeah. But mentally, emotionally, existentially, on my seat's edge. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about your friendships growing up. You know, Lil Trayvon, who were mm. you hanging out with on the schoolyard? Um, The other black kids. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was what I went to school with. Mostly black and Latino kids. So you're from California. Compton, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it was very interesting how you picked your friends because it wasn't because of anything other than it wasn't like I go to school with all white people, so all the black people are my friends. It was yeah. like you get to pick which black people you want to associate <laughs> with. The ones who are always fighting, <laughs> the ones who are nerds, <laughs> the ones who are good at basketball. Like you get to decide 
But I was pretty much like with the quote unquote cool kids. Nat, that's yep. what I yes. that's what I thought. But, Checks out. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think it was a also a product of playing sports at every school I went to okay. and being taller than everyone. Yeah. Um it lended itself to being I was also like one of the smartest people in every school I'd gone to. So it made it made me a standout in that way or like yeah you're on like when they do the board of like all the kids who were like got the like you're like people know it's like oh you get good grades and you play sports so everyone knows who you are also i got suspended a lot so for what because like i would finish my work first and then i would be talking to kids in class and then they realized they should put me in advanced classes after like a year of this (laughs) (laughs) to make my life a little more harder but still was like Guys, this is not that hard. So you were, you know, basically what you're saying is you were born black excellence. Yes. Wow. B-B-E. B-B-E. Born black excellence. B-B-E. In eighth grade, uh, in history class, I won an award. At the end, Mr. Cauldron? I think that was his name. Because sure. he gave out the Coldy Award. C-O-L-D-I-E. <laughs> At the very end of the year. I always got my work done first, but then I would read Kurt Vonnegut novels. Right. So I got an award for fastest worker slash most sci-fi novels read. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so nerdily sweet. <laughs> got I, my got my coldie. That gives you a we we could not like I am so small. Have ha, look Trayvon. Have I imagined you holding me like a baby before? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> have I as well? And was ironically charged? Yes, it's possible. <laughs> But it was because I was that same way, like, well, but before. So, uh, and I was just telling you this recently, wasn't I, Andy? When I was in fifth grade, or maybe even fourth, my teacher had me grading the spelling test. Oh, boy. Because I wasn't allowed to take them anymore because <laughs> I was giving you solid 100s. Oh, and straight up I, 100s. Always. And then I couldn't, and then she wouldn't let me be in the spelling bee either because <sighs> she was like, it's just like, it's not, not fair. fair. So then I'd be in the back grading. And I kind of liked it because I think I wanted to be a lady secretary as a child. <laughs> I was like into it. I was like, I get a red pen. I got the power. But then my mother found out about that shit and was oh, like, man. oh, hell no. And that's she pulled me out and put me in private school. And that's where the darkness you were, you were begins. too good. You were too good. Too good. I was punished. But also she was like, why? Are you on payroll? You know what I mean? She was like, what you great? Where your check? Exactly. So she was like, man, that they had me working. But, um... I can't believe, wait, sorry, Yeah. sorry, just one moment. Can we just unpack this for a little bit? You were so good that you were punished. Right. Like, is there, <laughs> is there a better metaphor for America than black people? You were so good, you were punished for that goodness. Right. I know, I know. It was like sitting in the back of the classroom and grade these papers. Yeah, here's look, your pen. Exactly, but looking back, I was like, oh, wait a minute, that was rude, you know? <laughs> okay, so you grew up, you were, you know, you were a cool kid. But you were like, you were excelling in both. You're yeah. giving us sports. You were giving us academic excellence. And then when did all the comedy stuff come in? Because you're stand-up first. Yeah, I mean, I started in, in stand-up. I still very much enjoy doing it. But I, as a kid, I was like a silly kid. Oh, okay. I was always like. Wait, you were a sports kid? Smart kid and silly kid, but so more so, more so at home, like with my family. Like I was, I would like dress up in people's clothes and like do <laughs> silly little. Me and my cousins would put on plays we made up mm-hmm. and things like that. We would make everybody come in the living room and like watch us <laughs> like parade around in some in an adult's clothes <laughs> <laughs> and like do it. I would like dress up like Santa Claus and like make a paper tape beard mm-hmm. and like stuff clothes under my shirt yeah. and like do that like just silly stuff like that or like dancing ridiculously to a song like just mm-hmm. being kind of a silly person and so listen to weird al i did yeah i'm when weird al followed me on instagram i almost lost it because <laughs> i like i saw his name and i was like you know how people be putting other people's names yeah. in their like handle and it don't really be them and uh-huh. i'm like and i clicked it and i was like oh shit that's really weird Al. <laughs> and then the first thing i thought was like now, what am I going to do to make him unfollow me? Yes! Oh, my God! When Paul F. Tompkins called me, I thought, I thought I'm, I'm still waiting for what is the thing right. that will make him unfollow right. me. I'm like, what am I going to do or say? And Weird Al's going to be like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> unfollow. What is it? That, that's a sickness that we all have, right? 
like when a hero of yours follows you right and and you're like i i now have this extra level of anxiety almost all the time when i'm on social media oh jesus i didn't know about this oh yeah it's a true <laughs> level all the time i almost want to check to make sure he's still following <laughs> me now because if he isn't i might be sad oh my god but Listeners, stand by. We are going to get it. Hold answers. on, hold on. No, don't check right. it now because you will be sad. Because <laughs> we've had to. Naomi cannot. I've. I, it's not like I forbid her. It's not like I'm like, <laughs> don't do this. But like mornings and uh, before you go to bed and right when you wake up, don't check social media. Because yeah. it's always going to be, no matter what, right. whether your hero has unfollowed you or not, it's always going to be disappointing. Oh, he's only following 165 people, guys. Oh, wow, no. wow. What the are stakes are high. Am I still in this group? Am I still in this One group? One of the 165. Uh-oh. Still in the group, baby. Yeah, yes, still baby. Still in the group. One of 165. One of 165 with 413,000 followers. I feel pretty good about that All right. ratio. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that yeah, is, yeah. That's, a, that's, that's he, the ratio we aspire to. That's I hope rarefied he doesn't air. listen to this and decides to unfollow <laughs> me. <laughs> um, so, so we're talking about, I remember, one thing I wanted to ask you, because I remember I had posted something on Instagram, speaking of social media, where it was like Andy and ours, uh, nine we, years. We are all sick. No, 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 we're all sick and suffering, and we're doing our best yeah. every day. Uh, hostess cupcakes. Um, and, <laughs> and I posted something for our nine-year anniversary, and then you commented, I'm trying to make it to nine months. Yeah. And so I want to hear about what is your relationship? What is your relationship experience? <laughs> trying to make it to nine months. You grown. What happened? What'd it's you a, do? It's a sad tale <laughs> of, of being a human being in search of physical touch. <laughs> Search of that physical sounds like touch. a Cinemax movie. <laughs> In search of physical touch. Um, no, I mean, I've literally not made it past two years. I just like two years is the test. I've been two years and a month is the most. Okay, that's still a good run. I and think two years is a decent amount. What happened at the end of that one? Um, a fight. A single fight? No, a fight about things that had been pre- fought about. Oh, okay. The yeah. previous two years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it just it got to the point where I felt like, as an adult, I can't wake up feeling like I don't want to be in something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I can't, like, I'm, my life was is, is too, like, rich and full of great people and things to, like, it's like how you wake up and you have to go to a job you don't like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, I remember those feelings. And then I started, I finally got a, my first TV job. And then that stopped happening. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, well, I'm definitely not going to go through this with people. Right. <laughs> like, right. things that I can afford to quit. Like, right. <laughs> I can quit people all day. <laughs> like, I can't quit a job. I can quit people. Um, but yeah, it it became that, where it was just like, I I can't continue doing this and yeah. um that was 2017 okay. 20 yeah summer 2017 okay okay so we coming up on 2 years yeah I've been I've been out here on this market out here in these streets in these streets guys <laughs> September uh, uh when was the the day what was the day of the Emmys in 2017 that was the day we broke up um <sighs> yeah, whatever Whatever day the creative arts Emmys were, 2017, <laughs> in, in, in August or September? September. Okay. That Listeners, was, if you can figure out man. Trayvon's dating timeline, yeah. if you want to tweet it. You want to Google creative arts Emmys 2017, <laughs> that day is my second year anniversary of freedom. Um, were you always good at, though, you, as you said, you know, I quit, quit people all day. Prior to that incident, like, were you always good at being like, this ain't working, bye? Or would you stay in something longer than you maybe should have? Um, I'm pretty good about getting out when I feel like <laughs> things are, like, when I realize, oh, this ain't never going to last, like, forever, or, like, this got no more legs, mm-hmm. then I'm like, I'm not interested in wasting your time because I'm not interested in wasting my time. I need to go out here and find the right person. <laughs> we both need to get back out here. <laughs> And figure out who the right person is. And so the longer we stay together, you just have to, you end up having to spend that time pretending like you want to be together. And it's like, what's, what, what am I doing that for? So whenever I get to that point, it's just like, yeah, we gotta, we gotta stop this. This is not going to work. Do you have any, what are any deal breakers you have? It doesn't have to be specific. Honey, we don't want to, we don't need to drag. We don't need to drag (laughs) and tag. That's, you know, but if there any, you know, are there any kind of things where you're like, 
What do those moments look like? I asked that too as a person who was not good at, you know, getting out. Because I was always like, and I sometimes I think that could be like the way it was instilled in my head that men were slow and special in some <laughs> capacity. So I was like, wait it out. It'll take time for him to learn words and feelings. <laughs> I but, mean, I don't have a lot of deal breakers. Like I'm okay. very, I understand how difficult individuals are and how complex we are as individuals. It's really difficult. People don't understand for two people to work for any period of time is a miracle. Who mm-hmm. you tell like, it? It's it's we a, work at it. <laughs> it's it's astounding that anybody could be together for a year, let alone twenty. Right. So for me, it's things like cigarettes, Republicans, <laughs> and like have some ambition. Like that's pretty much it. Like right. that's not bad. Like other everything else. I mean, outside of the obvious things, like don't be a murderer or a rapist, like those kind of things that just go unsaid. But right. Um, what kind of murderer t- would you let slide, though? Uh, what if they murdered Republicans? Uh, nah. We could talk about it. <laughs> nah. <laughs> um, Not run-of-the-mill Republicans. <clears throat> you have right. to be like right. a real slime ball. <laughs> I mean, self-defense I, I let you slide with. Like, if you had to kill somebody to save your own life, yeah, whatever. Yeah, we'll talk it through. Uh, we can figure it out. As long as, you, like, as, long as it gives you nightmares. If you're like <laughs> fine about it, you're like, no, no, I'm good. It was great. It was great. So if you have remorse and PTSD, right, then, right. You're, then yeah. you're cool with it. But if it like sparks something in you, like, no, okay. <laughs> oh, I like this feeling. Does this spark joy? Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like too much. No, yeah. no. Um, but yeah, like I don't, I don't have a lot of deal breakers because I'm like, there might be some things about me you might not like. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like. If we got to work it out, we got to work it out. But yeah. I mean, if you if we want to do this, too tall and lovable is that it? Is that what people? Pretty might? much. I mean, <laughs> that's yeah. Guys, there's a lot of good going on over here. <laughs> Again, if you held me like a baby, <laughs> I would not be averse to it. Okay, and that is how you go to a commercial, all right, with a proposition of tenderness. You guys will be right back with Trayvon, and we're going to answer some listen to questions. And we're back! <laughs> Naomi, I feel like you are really taking the reins today. I'm you doing are. it today. I have a my torrid jacket, <laughs> and I'm just feeling like a lady. You are Ayanla, Oprah, and <laughs> Joy Behar. All mixed into one. <laughs> <laughs> you thought I was going to say whoopee. Yeah, I did. You messy bitch. You messy bitch. <laughs> um, okay, I feel like it's like we now know where you're coming from, Trayvon, and we can kind of use this history to inform, you know, some yeah. of the advice we're going to give. You know, as always, we make sure you all know we ain't got no degrees. We nope. just got opinions. So don't come in here all stressed <laughs> out in the, in the DMs, in the mentions. But, um, Andy, do you, what do you think? Yeah, so um, we have gotten uh, many questions over voicemail, over Instagram DM, mm-hmm. over our email. And we're going to uh, have a, an assemblage, a, a montage of those questions today. Uh, but f- let's start out. You know what? This is new. The voicemail is new. Yes. Uh, I don't have the number in front of me now, but please, if you go to our Twitter account, you can find it there in the bio. Uh, call in and leave your questions. But let's hear this one. This one comes to us from Marie. All right, Marie. Hi. My name is Marie, Canadian uh, listener. What up? Uh, I'm just wondering um in regards to um relationships i'm in a hetero um relationship and monogamous and um i'm kind of always the one that's initiating conversations on touchy subjects if you know you know like if we're talking if about like sex and how much um i think we should be having it or um (laughs) you know uncomfortable conversations I tend to be the initiator and in my past relationships as well it's always been me like and I'm kind of wondering like is this something that um I should expect from a partner to reciprocate equal um vulnerability in terms of of, of bringing up these topics because I'm kind of getting tired of always being the one that's just like putting myself out there and I feel like I'm either being too needy but in in my eyes it's just being like healthy like that to me is a healthy relationship you just <laughs> talk about shit and it's not a big deal and yeah just wondering so thanks <laughs> thank you marie All okay right. 
I feel like I also have a really deep insight into Marie's brain. <laughs> so she's like, okay, am I being needy? But see, also, I think that's just normal. So I, like, I get it. <laughs> Trayvon, do you have any thoughts? I mean, Marie, look, men are broken. <laughs> okay, straight men are broken. Go out here and get you one of these in touch with their emotional by boys <laughs> who know a thing or two. No, seriously. Yeah. Um, yeah, like... I feel like that's a common thread for women yeah. in straight relationships where it's like guys don't want to talk about sensitive stuff or mm-hmm. guys don't want to talk about like if a guy is getting everything he needs is everything if everything's fine for him yeah. he's never going to bring <laughs> up anything to you right cuz fine for him don't always mean fine for you yep and then you bring it up and he's like well, what's wrong i thought everything was good like <laughs> You didn't say anything for the last however long it's right. been. It's like, well, yeah, I'm they saying knew. something now. They knew. When I've been in, in past relationships, <laughs> and actually for the first two years of this relationship, <laughs> because it was pre-therapy for me, but uh, in past relationships, there was a thing that was like, this isn't going well. And But uh, I was so um, waspy. There's so much waspiness in this country, even if you're not a, a wasp. Right, you mean just like the repression? There is the repression a of there's emotion. an atmosphere. Yeah. There, there is a spectral. <laughs> there's a spectral wasp stinging all men's emotions in this country. Yeah, uh, and so they're poisoned and lying there. Yep. And what we need in this country, we need a lot of things in this yeah, country. Let's be honest. Although Marie said she is a Canadian listener, so <laughs> yeah. I don't know how much uh, how much. Uh, well, it's very repressed there. We've talked yeah. to many Canadians. She wants to talk about sex, eh? <laughs> <laughs> and she should be allowed to. I mean, I think it also has to do with like, because of course my follow-up question would be like, okay, how soon are you bringing this up? Marie, you coming here two dates in, right, being right. like, let's talk? Yeah, you're going to be the one to do that for the yeah. rest of your relationships. <laughs> but, you know, if it if you guys have been together and there's open communication on other things, right, and it all flows and you're open, then... No, I don't think you like you shouldn't have to be the person who's always initiating. I think some t- if you when you first meet somebody, if they are a little shy or a little more reserved, you may have to draw them out a little. But once that relationship is established and comfort is established, it should not be. But what are you, you? I guess it's probably important to know what are the things that she's bringing up because, like, if it's like I want to try backdoor stuff now, it's like, well, he would have never really brought that up <laughs> <laughs> unless he wanted to like bring that up or like you if, think if there's so? an if i would imagine if if there's an issue mm-hmm. sexually that you both are aware of and maybe haven't brought up where like you both know it happened or didn't happen and she's like well is he gonna bring up the fact that like he lost his erection halfway through <laughs> and we haven't talked about it in two days or right. like or like and you never he never brings it up then i get where her her being like oh well I guess I got to bring this up because yeah. he's not going to bring it up. Oh, that's but it, such a level of repression that I, even I don't. <laughs> but, it, but if it's like bring it up. you just want to talk generally about our sexual relationship. Yeah. Like if that's how you – if that's what you're thinking, it makes sense for you to bring that up. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe she's like just dating the wrong guys. Well, I feel like I used to be a person who because I am more definitely outgoing and more the talker – I would attract guys who are the opposite. You know what I mean? Because right. I would just like, I could kind of make that dynamic work and maybe they enjoyed being around me, like the orbit of that, you know? Right. Kind of doing a little personality work for you. Right. You know? <laughs> so, so you were like the parrot on someone's, uh, on like a hipster's shoulder yes. at a party. Yes, I was a parrot. I was your feather boa. I was your funky fedora. Uh, giving you something to work with. Um, so I could see that definitely. But then, you know... Once I was like, oh, I'm tired of doing all this work. <laughs> Once I was like, oh, good Lord, another one who needs me to be <laughs> I can't. I'm out. And now you we know? can talk about labia until the cows come home. Yep, just the labia. <laughs> just the labia. Just to focus on the labia. <laughs> Menorah and Majora. <laughs> you, you are, and you. <laughs> I would like to go to the next question. <laughs> on Majora and Menorah, we pivot. <laughs> okay. This question comes to us from Instagram. Hi, I'd like to stay anonymous. I've been with my boyfriend for four years. When we're together, we have a lot of sex. All right, another sex question. But when I want to have phone sex, it never happens, and I don't know why. 
He's not the cheating type. <laughs> Interesting that that gets thrown in right. there. Interesting when people write you like what facts are, right. are, are they pertinent. decide to put in. Right. He's not the cheating type, but why no phone sex? Intr- well, That's anonymous from Instagram. All right. I mean, maybe he's not good at it. <laughs> I know it requires a poetry, re- a mastery require, of language. It requires to- some acting ability. <laughs> like He may not be able to hold it down. <laughs> right. In, have you ever had phone sex, Trayvon? I have not. I I'll create a safe space and just tell you where I'm at. I think maybe once. <laughs> like I'm just like if it, it doesn't, it doesn't immediately ring a bell. It's probably like not happened or like I'm forgetting like the one or two times it might have. Yeah, but I'm like, this is not a thing I would want to do yeah. anyway. Yeah, it's just, I don't. I mean, I get why it's really hot for some people. I can think of one time only because it was like recent years, but I'm more of a like send me a text or a photo kind of person. <laughs> like, let's do that thing. Yeah, like, yeah, without that immediate performance required. Yeah, it just feels yeah. so performative to be on the phone. Like, yeah, and then you want me to touch you right there, right? <laughs> and then like, like right now, I'm spanking your butt. I know. Do you feel I'm me saying... spanking your butt? No, like, I cannot. <laughs> yeah, like, like this like, is doing. No. Oh, the levels of just um, <laughs> imagination <laughs> and la- you have to like somehow su- you have to become a sex monster, right? right you have to right. suppress your logic, your logic, and your self awareness. <laughs> yeah, you right. have to really become a monster. <laughs> 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 and then the, here's the best part: when it's over. You guys are both, you immediately go back to normal and you're oh, on the yeah. phone and you have to pretend like that didn't just happen. <laughs> you have to, you know. Did you like, pick up the dry cleaning? <laughs> you're like, someone's it, going to town on like, the other end of the phone. Gotta go, someone's knocking on the door. Hold on. And then you're like, all right, well, that was that was fun. That was uh, interesting. Yeah. You uh, you good? All right. Well, uh, <laughs> I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> See you when I get home. I don't know. Where are we? <laughs> Is that what Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde is really about? Going from sex monster to normal human again? (laughs) Perhaps underneath. That is the true allegory? Metaphor? (laughs) See, I'm I'm too in my head for phone sex. Same. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Can we take a minute and talk about Skims? Now, you know I'm a recent Skims convert, having tried their underwear in the last few months, and I am now living lifted, supported, changed. So I decided to keep trying new stuff. And let me tell you, Skims basics and foundations are where it's at. Yes, I recently got the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt. And y'all, it is so comfortable. It's been the perfect layer for me. I'm rocking it under a cardigan or a sweater when I want to keep it fitted and fabulous and not look all bulky. I mean, y'all know I'm back to work. Hashtag blessings. And I'm definitely that girl who is always cold in the office. Okay, I need my layers, but I'm still trying to look put together. And the soft, smoothing, seamless shirt is helping me get it right. And I also got the boyfriend t-shirt in Heather Gray, and it is so friggin' soft and comfortable, and it's giving casual but intentional when I wear it with a pair of jeans. I'm feeling very good in it. So if you want to give these and other basics a try, shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small 
through 4X. Thank you for the range, Skims. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Again, that's skims.com. Go check out everything they've got and the new t-shirt shop. Because, like, I am so hyper-aware of what I'm doing that mm-hmm. I can't be present in the, the, the performance of it to be yeah. like, in my head I'm going, am I really doing this? <laughs> <laughs> like, are they really enjoying This is crazy, right? But I'm still like, yeah, and then I'm, I'm rubbing your clip <laughs> like that. I'm stroking it. Like, like, but can't I'm also, in my head, I'm like, this is. This is crazy. This is, like, we're going to see each other again, and this will be a thing that happened. <laughs> right. I mean, that's how I am for regular sex. Oh, buddy. Oh, and Andy, the laughter of knowing is what I heard from you, Andrew. But, I mean, that's the thing, Anonymous. Maybe, maybe this dude, he's like, he can't perform in that way. He can't give you the over-the-phone performance. Yeah. And as you said, he's not a cheating type. So it's more like probably because he's like, I don't know how. Or Lord knows, does he have roommates? I mean, what is the set? <laughs> was he a theater major? Exactly. That's just, the question. Exactly. It's like, honey, if he has not had an under five, he can't do it. Okay? <laughs> you need someone who's at least done a couple of, you know, local theater productions. Regional commercials. Regional some, commercials some, at the very some least. podcast actors? I don't know. <laughs> right. Has he done a radio play? Right. Is what you're saying. No sketch actors. That's what we're saying. <laughs> Too ironic. Play it be real. Like, uh... Is your labia doing well? I want you to stop saying labia. <laughs> you found a way to bring labia into it again, and I want out. Uh, you want oh, to do another one of these questions? This, yes. This episode's got a title. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This next question, Naomi, you specifically wanted this one. This one comes to us from Zach. It's a little garbled because... Uh, I think there's a cell phone screw up, and I think we're missing the word girlfriend is from. I think that's the phrase, just so everyone's clear. All right, ready? Mm -hmm. Hey, Naomi. Hey, Andy. Um, My name's Zach out of Memphis. Zach North Carolina. She has friends that use the N-word regularly. And my question is, is it right for me to ask her not to hang out with people that do that? And that is not people we should associate ourselves with because that's inappropriate. And her justification is the one girl who does it the most, she has a half-black kid. <laughs> My <laughs> God. Agreeable, all right? I'll see what you guys think. Thank you. Bye. My God. <laughs> Zach, um, I think our <laughs> laughter told you a lot. So step one. <laughs> is she saying half the word? I don't know what's happening. <laughs> right. What is her half-black child? God, the logic of being like, I have a half-black kid, so uh, nigger, nigger, nigger. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> don't mind if I do. <laughs> What is the as as um a white Jew? Go on. I've never been like I've never understood the just the like white Christians or maybe other white I don't know. But also like other white Jews, I'm just sure. White, I'm sure from yeah. New York or Los Angeles. Not from us small towns. <laughs> I'm just saying I've never seen the 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 like allure. Like, why can't I say that word? Why do I not get to say that one word? Right. I've never understood the like the need to say it's, it. Yeah, it's, it's just such like, a white right. privilege thing to be like. There's a thing I can't do, and it's not fair. <laughs> right. Why can't I do it? Why? Can't, it's like, why do you want to? Exactly. What, what is it about a word that is so horrendous that the dictionary considers the worst word in the English language mm-hmm. that was used in the murder of thousands of black people? That you you just you need to say this. Like right. I don't feel compelled to say any other racial slur about any ethnicity like ever. Right. But for some reason, you feel so strongly that you need to say this word for your life to be okay. Right. For you to feel like everything's fine. Like you you have access to everything. Right. It's so crazy to it's me. It's very wild. And it's like one of those things where I'm look, Zach. So you said you're out of Memphis, the girlfriend or the friend is in North Carolina, and you're saying we shouldn't associate ourselves with these people. You cannot control who your partner associates with. You don't have that control. But you can control whether or not you associate with your partner. You sure can. And whether or not you associate with that person's friends who is saying inappropriate, out-of-bounds stuff. Because it is, like I mean, as you just said, Trevon, it's like, what is going on with you? And it is such a... It's such a red flag. Is Zach black? 
I was I was detecting notes of caucasity from Zach because in if, talking, but that's obviously rude. I mean, because obviously if he was black, he's like, you should know the answer to this, Zach. Right. <laughs> but like, if Zach is white, it's like, look, Zach, you need to maybe cut ties with this person. <laughs> it's like, you don't. I mean, I don't think you were expecting a yes, stay with this person and hang out with their friends. I think you were looking for us to give you the go ahead to hit the eject button on this situation and get out of there. Yeah. Because especially if she's telling you her friend's justification for doing it. Right, which is even like, worse. And we got to call ACS and get that baby out. A black guy got me pregnant, so now I can say it. Like, right. no, 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 no. That's not how it works, sweetheart. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, when you hear, when you're listening to Drake or Kanye, you got to skip it. You got to skip, skip it. it. I, was say, I was saying, when I was a kid, mm-hmm. listen to Ill Communication and Q-Tips, uh, <laughs> Q-Tips verses would come up. You just stop saying a word. And you say <laughs> the or next you say, one. brother. If you, really, <laughs> you have to, if you got to fill in the syllables. If you want to stay on beat, you if just you say, re- brother. If, you, and if am- you're so desperate to, you could say that word. And the amount of people who try to use that as a pass, like, no, no, it's in the lyrics. It's fine. Like, I can, it's. Mm-hmm. If if he's saying it, why can't I say it in the song? It's like, so what? Right. It doesn't matter. It's still not yours. It's still not your place to say it. Right. And I remember being at um at Kanye's concert during the Pablo tour, I think it was. That's the one with the floating stage? Was that the one? Honey, I wouldn't know. Um, I just knew the Pablo Neruda. Whatever tour, <laughs> which is, they just did poetry. <laughs> whatever year. The Cubs won the World Series mm-hmm. recently. Listeners, look that up. Add that to the timeline. <laughs> right. That's, that was 2016, I think it was. Please, get at us. Um, and I remember when Kanye starts performing, um, I think it's All Day, because in the chorus, how long you niggas yeah, ball yeah, yeah. all day, nigga. And so I, when he starts doing it, I start looking around because <laughs> I'm surrounded by white people. Yeah. And they all... Like they all just go silent, and I literally, I'm just like, "Oh, really? Who's gonna say it? Who's gonna say it?" And I did the same thing when I went to see the Watch the Throne tour with him and with him and Jay Z. They did yeah. niggas in Paris, and I'm like, "There's like two 13 year old white boys Ooh. on my right. There's like another white because like only white people go to these shows. They can only ones who can afford the tickets. Yeah. So it's like at a rap concert is you and 17 black people and then like 20 thousand white people. Jesus. And so at least I can control. The people in my eye line. Right. And so I'm like, I do a big loop. I'm like, is that right? Turn all the way around. What, what, what was that lyric? I didn't hear you. Okay, great. Next song. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's it's such a weird thing to feel. Like, why do you even feel comfortable saying it? Like, I would feel like, I would feel like I don't want anyone to one ever have heard me say this word. Yep. For it to be a part of my reputation. Mm-hmm. I want no association with it. Like, I I imagine there are, are uh, white people who, in their alone time, sometimes, and this is the thing I just think they do, will, like <laughs> walk past a mirror and go "nigger" and chuckle to themselves, <laughs> like and look around, like "oh my god, I did it, I did it, I did it, <laughs> I said it, guys," and like like just like just because it's such a like a highly charged, risky thing, mm-hmm. but like just imagine if you're doing that and somebody's recording something and that gets on the internet or like right. or your employer finds out yep. you're on you're on a recording saying they don't even care about the contact it's like right you did it yep so like why even put yourself in that position right right and most because and i would imagine too though as you said it's also forget about the consequences of work and stuff the moment you say something like that you lose all trust and respect of like oh, humanity. You know what yeah. I mean? Whether it's your boss or not, it's kind of like, okay, well, you suspect. You have no regard for history. Right. You have no regard for off- offending a whole section of our world. Right. It's like, nah, you're out the door. So honestly, Zach, I would say, you know what I mean? We got to find you someone. We, you got to. <laughs> so are we starting a dating service now <laughs> for non-racist or anti-racist? Anti, yes. I mean, you know, because I can't, yeah, it's. We can't let these things slide anymore. You know what I mean? I mean? We never should have, but it's like, we can't let this stuff go unchecked. Yeah. I, f- I find like, it's a it's not just like a tiny, what's like a little, a small flag that you might see? In my mind, it was the, the your friend or girlfriend hanging out with these people. Uh, these people. <laughs> uh, like, you know, like in a, a on a, a Formula 
one racetrack yeah. or something. Yes. They have those yeah. two giant flags. <laughs> it's like that, but they're red. Right. And they're spraying blood everywhere <laughs> as they swing. Oh, well, hope that helps you live a good life, Zach. <laughs> We're going to go to commercial and we will be right back with some more advice. The 27 Club is a podcast about famous musicians who died prematurely and sometimes mysteriously at the age of 27. Season 2 launches June 18th, 2020. And this new serialized podcast is hosted by me, Jake Brennan, creator and host of the award-winning music and true crime podcast, Disgraceland. My new show covers the lives and sometimes mysterious deaths of famous musicians who died at the too soon age of 27. Season 2 features Jim Morrison of The Doors, an artist whose short career burned fast and refused to fade away. Jim lived a life of fantasy and a life that was fascinating, highly dramatic, and filled with great music and wild exploits. Just like Jimi Hendrix, the subject of Season 1 of The 27 Club, and just like Kurt Cobain, Janis Joplin, The Grateful Dead's Pigpen, Robert Johnson, Amy Winehouse, and The Rolling Stones' Brian Jones all of whom will be covered in future seasons of The 27 Club. Season 2 of The 27 Club podcast on Jim Morrison premieres on June 18th, 2020. The 27 Club contains adult content and explicit language. You can listen to The 27 Club on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back with more advice. Wow, oh, that wow. is, I am, I knew singing it, it was painful to hear. <laughs> it's I'm not, right. I'm out of, I am, I am more down here. Here's <laughs> where right. I can sing. It's uh, the Phantom of the <laughs> Andy, you want to, uh, one more day. Are you going to go lay Miz? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go lay Miz. I stole that bread <laughs> so I could feed my family. I stole that bread. Is that what Jean Valjean does? Who's the bread stealer? That's, bread thief. That's Jean. That's that's Jean Valjean. All right. I don't remember. I believe. Will Jean Valjean. <laughs> <laughs> Jean Valjean. Val- Jean. That's good. <laughs> Jean Valjean. I stole, that, Jean. <laughs> I stole that bread. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> God that damn. was beautiful. That was gorgeous. All right. This voicemail comes to us straight from Kate. Hi, Andy and Naomi. This is Kate. I love this show. Okay, here's my question. How do you handle um, a recurring situation where you have a dear, beloved, really, really close friend who just keeps dating people that are bad for them uh like okay i have a a very good best friend okay who just every time (laughs) i hope he doesn't listen to the show every time he dates a new woman they are always mean to him and wrong for him and put him in bad situations and it's been going on for years now and I just kind of try to stand back and, you know, give him space to do this stuff. But I'm wondering if you guys would have an idea of should I just detach with love or should I intervene? Probably not, but (laughs) oh, God, let me know. Let me know if you have any thoughts or experiences to share on that topic. Thank you. This has been a long voicemail. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh. When your friend dates bad people. <sighs> Trayvon, do you have experience with this kind of sitch? Yeah, man. I, I You know a lot I, of people, so I feel like you've known someone who's made a mistake. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> um, the hard part with friends dating bad people is because you're only around them for a part of the time, you're not privy to the entirety of their relationship. And so... You, what seems like, oh, you need to like, this person sucks kind of thing to you. It's like, unless your friend confides in you, like all the reasons why they really like love this person or like this person, it's hard to judge their being with someone on limited exposure. But also like, unless like you have a friend who's like, they're beating you, they're abusing you, or they're like so verbally abusive, or you're like, I don't even need to know what else is going on. This is unacceptable kind of thing. Um, 
it's hard because it can it can fracture friendships when people are like, let me do my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, even though sometimes you might be right more times than not that like that person's never going to work. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really, really tough to know if you should go in and be like, hey, dude, like this girl is bad. And sometimes like you just have a type and you need to break it. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you need to go to therapy and figure out what it is about you that keeps attracting these awful same types of people. Mm-hmm. What is it of, like what part of yourself do you hate that allows you to tolerate this behavior? Yeah. And when you fix that, when you fill that hole, you'll realize like, oh no, like this is not cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that to me would be the way in if you wanted to say something instead right. of making it specifically about like I don't like Megan. Yeah, just yeah. It's like it's like how did how how are things exactly? What is, what's tell me about what how are things with you and Megan? Yeah, and if you, all of a sudden everything sounds like a negative couched in a positive, you're like, no, something's wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She cut all my boxers in half, and <laughs> but you know uh, what? I like short underwear. So like, <laughs> you're like, no, I don't think you do. <laughs> but sort of like, yeah, it's like instead of like. Because I think you, if you can ask those kind of questions, but also it's like, why do you let her treat you that way versus she's a bitch? Right. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. Because that's the thing that's so hard when people date people or have these relationship problems. What kills me is like, I was kind of like, don't talk shit about your partner unless you're ready to lead him. Right. You know what I mean? Because or you want to hear my, un- you my hear like, unfiltered opinion. For real. Because that's the thing. It's like, once you say that and then you get me on the record as having said something, <laughs> but then you stay with that person. Well, now we're never going to really be able to hang out. Right, You're right. going to know that I really don't like them. Right. And so it's like, don't you entrap me by telling <laughs> me some trash unless you're ready. Have you ever been Catherine Zeta-Jones? <laughs> Entrapped. Cool. Entrapped. Oh, I got it. Um, Definitely. Because I've had people be like, I, I know now to to be quiet, but being like, I don't know. He, you know, he's he's like never around. He doesn't make time for me. And I'm like, you should leave him. And then it's like, <laughs> stay together another two years. And I'm like, well, I don't no, know. No, no, he's I great. Usually say that no matter what they say. <laughs> <laughs> you should leave him. No, no, it's fine. He's great. He's great. <laughs> and you're just like, oh no. But then as a friend, I think. But then the question I would ask him, you you guys tell me what you think. In those situations, I also find myself trying to distance myself. Like I don't want to be around you when you're with this person. Right. Do y'all right. take that tack? Yeah. Like I don't want to. We'll hang out. The two of us. Yes. Yeah. As an adult, I've been I've become very uh, selective with friendships and relationships. Yeah. So I do a lot of vetting beforehand, <laughs> so that I don't run into these kinds of things. But when they but when things change though, or like when somebody, you know, what I mean, a lot of people where you're like, obviously, I knew you single, I knew you for a long time, and then you bring this person into your life, and I'm like, either I don't like them, just how how they are, or I don't like the way they treat you. Is there a friend of mine? <laughs> you tell me. You don't have to say their name. I can. No, I can't. You can just say yes it's, or no. It's you, Josh. It's you. If okay, that's a Josh. so funny because Andy does have a best friend named Josh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lucky guess. Hey, Josh. Um, but um, the, the I think I feel like the the bad inverse of this is like when your friend and their partner breaks up and you like the other person <laughs> and you're like, but we're still. Like, do we, Ooh. can we, are yeah. we? The worst like, is like when you're Facebook friends. I mean, now Facebook, who gives a shit? But like when you are like connected with them on social media. Yeah, and they want you to up, unfollow them. Not to bring up the specter of social media again. But, but like, it's true, what, yeah. am I supposed to like disconnect myself from these people now? Right, are you supposed to consciously uncouple? I've seen like, this happen over the last couple of years where like friends who had partners where we were all, be- we became friends mm-hmm. and social media friends and then they split up, but you're still following each other. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, you're still, like, friends. And you're like, what's the rule here? Like, I've had some people explicitly say, like, fuck that person, unfollow them, that kind of thing. <laughs> I've had friends literally take my phone and unfollow the person. <laughs> and But still, like, there are definitely a handful of people who XYs are still friends. And it's it's a, it seems fine because – of maybe the length of their relationship mm-hmm. over the course, where it was like, I didn't hang out with you like once or twice, and then like we didn't really talk or bond. It was like, well, you were together for like years, and we like formed a friendship right. that was like, if you t- if you tell me like, hey, maybe don't hang out with him or her, uh, I'd be like, yeah, cool. You were my friend before. Like, mm-hmm. you're the one who was my friend, so yeah, I respect that. Right. But also, like, yeah, it's it's very strange. <laughs> what? I- 
Yeah. What are you <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm just like, would you stop hanging out with someone just because you didn't like their spouse or? Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, spouse? That's like a forever friend. I ain't getting rid of you. You know what I mean? I definitely have. I have. I have a friend where we didn't stop hanging out, but definitely we hung out significantly less. And I know, like, I saw them recently, and I was excited to connect. And then the spouse was there, and then there were times where they would just like leave me alone with the spouse, and I was like, oh, "God, why did I come all the way for this? I didn't come to talk to this person." Like that Chris Rock bit. You like baseball? <laughs> <laughs> I like baseball. <laughs> I got nothing to say to you. But it's like, but yeah, I mean, I think it definitely can diminish. And you don't want to lose. I mean, back to, is it Marie who asked this question? I'm this like, is Kate. No, Kate. Oh, my God, Kate. So sorry, Kate. I see you. I hear you. <laughs> um, but back to Kate, like, you don't want to lose your friend. But at the same time, you don't want to watch them get hurt. But then the thing you have to discern without dragging this girlfriend do you think they're hurting or are they actually hurting right because right. we can't put our standards on other people right maybe right. you think it's trash but it's like i know a lot of men who like a mean girl yeah, they, like, they feel like they need it yeah they like want that like a little like mommy ish i'm gonna tell you discipline. what to do yeah <laughs> it's just sorry like, mommy <laughs> hey save the phone text for later <laughs> <laughs> but it's like so something where it's like, okay, we may think it's, you know, inappropriate or uh, disrespectful, but then maybe they're like, I'm comfortable in this space, yeah, you know? Really? In which case, you just going to have to let it ride. Yeah. <laughs> it might be the precursors that are like bondage sex or whatever. Is oh. that? Hello. Yeah. Now that's a calorie burner. Yeah. <laughs> now maybe you're kink shaming, Kate. <laughs> think of that. Uh, do you want to do one more? Sure. All right. This is uh, this is from Anonymous on Instagram. Okay. Yay! I love you guys so much, by the way. Oh, thank I you, to Anonymous. Throw in the, uh, compliment. My question I would like your advice on is around social media behavior. <laughs> is it appropriate to like thirst trap pics of people you know in real life? <laughs> Not the Instagram hoe pages, but like coworkers or acquaintances. <laughs> what are the boundaries with the likes for a monogamous relationship? Meaning like um, liking other people's when you're in a relationship. Yeah. I remember you made me unfollow Nicki Minaj on Instagram. <laughs> that was years ago. And I was like, what are you doing liking a picture of somebody's ass? It was I like didn't, some... well, I didn't do that. Oh, well, maybe that... It just it came up in the feed. But I just turned. I remember like catching a booty for a second when you were scrolling. And I was like, stop. What you doing? <laughs> and I just... Well, I liked Nicki Minaj before she became thirst trap As central fastic. yeah 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 and i know i know you like her first mixtape or something <laughs> it's true it's really good. her first couple of mixtapes are really good <laughs> but yeah i was like absolutely not and i've never really and i'm not controlling in that way but it's something about that where i was like oh good lord grotesque andrew please don't like a booty i did but i also did not i wasn't there like lusting over her photos <laughs> and like liking them and being like uh, maybe why don't you get butt implants? <laughs> How do you feel about? Do you go around liking thirst traps? Specifically, she said, of friends, yeah, right? friends and colleagues, friends and coworkers. Um, because we work in the business of show, being with yeah, being friends with actors and models and such and things like that. And I'm, I'll like a friend's thirst trap photo just to let them know, like. Hey, I see what you're doing here. Like, <laughs> just so you know, your 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 real friends see this too. Um, and now we've we've kind of started a thing where we uh, like poke fun at our friends for their thirst trap photos, but mm -hmm. like they they still like do it. Like Jesse Williams has a a, a series of occasional traps where he he sets out there, <laughs> even though he's like but he's off the market now. But um, <laughs> yeah, like it, I'll I'll like a friend or. Co-workers, thirst <laughs> Never, trap absolutely photo. Never, not for me a co-worker. Um, but it's always like, I don't really have co-workers who post, like writer's rooms, right. who's posting <laughs> thirst traps and who are writing. Exactly. Like, there's just not a lot of like people, writers who are out here who are like, look at my hub body. <laughs> like, it's just not a thing. Yeah, they're mostly like covered in blankets. Yeah, like, they're like wearing hoodies. Right. Look at and, my like, new hoodie. Right, like, right. All the thirst traps I see are usually from actors. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but like, Occasionally, I'll skip over it, but for the most part, if it's if it's like, 
okay, this is hilarious. <laughs> like, like I'll throw a like on it. But like in a relationship, though, is that is that her second part? Yeah. Um, I refrain from liking any type of thirst trap, so that there's never, even though it's not like I'm lusting after this person, I just never want it to be a thing. Yeah. I never want you to be like. So I saw you liked this uh, photo <laughs> of this. Like, I'm like. Nope, we're not gonna do this. Yep, like yep. We're, we're not doing this. So <laughs> I will just see it and scroll past it. Yeah, <laughs> and let it let it hang. But yeah. um, just to avoid that conflict. But um, now you can just fucking archive it, <laughs> 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 and nobody can see those. <laughs> the um, new like the private would, like. If you saw what I had archived, it's mostly uh, dog and cat videos. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're very wholesome. It is. It, I am ashamed to like we have friends of ours who are models or actors. And yeah. I'm ashamed to if they like have a bikini shot or something like that. I'm like I stay far away. I drop the phone <laughs> and I'm like I'm not even accidentally going to hit like on this. But see, like it's funny because people can see what you like, and like I'm a fan of asses. Like, <laughs> I'm a fan of, of a nice ass. It's like one of my favorite body parts. Yeah. And I remember one day, one night, I followed this account called Ass Plaza. <laughs> <laughs> and and I do and the funny part about it was like I debated with myself for like five minutes whether I should do it or not. Mm-hmm. Only because I knew people would see that I followed <laughs> Ass Plaza. And so I did it. I followed it. It was one of those accounts that was like locked and you gotta un you gotta like they got to follow you so yeah. you can, like, see the pictures. And I was like, okay, there's some, like, quality, like, ass <laughs> stuff happening in here. And – but I wasn't liking them. It was like, this is a big kind I was just kind of, like, follow and just yeah. see. But I'm not going to, yeah. like, be throwing a lot of likes around in here. Because, <laughs> you know, like, if you go and you follow me, you'll see that which photos I liked. My name yeah. will show so, up to right. you. Yes. yes. And so, That's how Naomi knows if I liked a, a dodo video about a dog already. <laughs> She's like, oh, you've seen this. So, like, literally – Five minutes after I followed and liked one photo in Ass Plaza, a friend of mine DM'd me and was like, so, uh, you're into, I saw you follow Ass Plaza. Like, it was five minutes ago. Because she, she saw a photo. She saw like the one photo I liked. She right. just so happened to to like look at the the account. But that means, yeah, does she like Ass Plaza too? Well, I can't remember how, if she was following it, and I think it, it was one of those things where, like, a meme account posted their account to send you to go, like, hey, look, here's a hot lady with, like, a nice ass. Mm-hmm. If you want more of this, go follow Ass Plaza, like, that kind of thing. Yeah. And I think that's how we both saw it because we both followed that same account. Yeah. And I was like, that was the only way she would have known that quickly <laughs> that I was on Ass Plaza <laughs> if uh, without having seen that same thing. And so she right. saw, oh, no, you know what it was? When she she followed that same account, she clicked on the thing, and you know it says like people. It shows people who you know who follow yes. you, and my name was up there. The yeah. And she was like, "Oh, I see you follow ass plaza." I was like, "Oh God, <laughs> this is embarrassing." But yes, I love a nice ass. She was so. ass plaza curious. <laughs> yep, yep, and checked it out. But now maybe you guys have a thing to talk about. Asses. Yeah, we we talked about ass plaza for a little bit. <laughs> Hi, Brianne. <laughs> oh my God! You put her name in these streets. <laughs> Ass- I thought Ass Plaza was an account to show Aubrey Plaza's worst, uh, worst, <laughs> her <digs>. worst movies. <laughs> Man, this is Ass Plaza. <laughs> oh my God, Trayvon! Thank you so much you for guys. being here and for helping us. Anytime. Uh, give people the truth and the light, you know, of how to handle their lives. Do you yeah. think you've helped people? I hope so. Just get away, get away from that N word, girl. I think everybody else <laughs> can manage. <laughs> In those situations. Zach, make a change, boo-boo. Um, <laughs> all right. Thank well, you thank guys. Thank you so much. Uh, rate, subscribe, all that jazz. We're on all the social medias. Uh, follow us on Ask Plaza on Instagram. <laughs> you can always find Trayvon. What are your handles? It's at Trayvon on Instagram and Twitter, T-R-A-V-O-N. Yeah. That's what I thought. Just, just Trayvon. All right. right, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. ¿Qué onda, familia? If you're looking for a fun, feel-good listening experience... 
Check out our podcast, Hanging with Los Otelos. My name is Shaboy Edgar, and this is my beautiful wife, Janet. Hi, guys. We're a bilingual Mexican-American married couple with two beautiful young daughters. We're ready to fully expose our life, discuss relationship drama, yours and ours, and fill you with faith, encouragement, and laughter. Se va a poner bueno, so come hang out with us. Listen to Hanging with Los Otelos on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For more info, visit losotelos.com. Mama, my name is Kimberly Drew. If I've learned anything in my years of studying and uplifting black artists, it's that we all have the power to create something beautiful. That's why I'm pleased to introduce you to people who have broken down boundaries in fencing and helped to create the first ever smart store. They're a big deal, and it's time we give them our attention. Listen to Your Attention, Please, a Hulu podcast with iHeartRadio on the iHeartRadio app on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's inspired by Your Attention, Please, now streaming on Hulu. Watch for a fresh point of view on Black history. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.